Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and happy spring. Good morning and happy spring. Do you know how I know it's spring? Go off. My allergies. God almighty. What's going on? I have no idea, but also the way that Lisa vigorously cleaned our house this weekend. Well, that's interesting that you say that. Uh-huh. Do you know in our next hour, we're actually having Dr. James Simmons on to talk about five ways that spring cleaning could improve your overall health and wellness. Listen to me. I don't care what anybody says. I really try to take care of my mental health this weekend. I had the best night with you. Oh, my gosh. I went to a sound bath and having... Coming home to such a clean, organized house, I love it. It it makes all the difference in the world. I said to my partner last night, because you came over Saturday night, and then you and I went out, and we raged all over WeHo. We'll tell you about it throughout the morning, I'm sure. I think I'm still hungover, to be honest. I'm too old to do that. I thought, oh, Saturday night, I'll be good by Monday. I was wrong. Um, But I did say to my partner last night, uh, before I went to bed, I said, hey, honey, during, this was during the four hours I actually got out of the bed and went to the living room yesterday. I said, hey, uh, do you think you could just uh, clean up the apartment again before uh, you go to bed tonight? Because he stays up later than I do because I have to get up so early. And I was like, I just had it really clean for Michaela the other night. And I really want to start off the week with a clean home. It's yeah. super important to me. Every single Monday morning, the place is clean. And I woke up this morning, it was clean. And I was like, you did so good. You were like, thank you. And then I found a spot on the kitchen counter and I sprayed it down with Windex and cleaned it real quick before I left. Because he, okay. he did miss one spot. That's it. I mean, listen, <laughs> I love it. And you talked about this and then I started implementing it in my life. Uh, Sundays, really just having everything clean, organized, yes. bed made. Absolutely. Even before you go out of town. Laundry I'm to, done, all of it. I, well, I'm headed to Vegas this weekend. So Lisa wanted to also ensure that the house was clean. Hmm. Just to kind of kickstart it. And I love it. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter, matter what you have. Have when you smell that clean mm. and it just feels good. I love it. You're going to Vegas this weekend. I'm going to Seattle. So exciting. See Billie Eilish. Super. Can't wait about that. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. Billie's the best. I've never seen her in concert concert. I've seen her perform at an awards show, but never an actual concert. Oh, you're going to love then it. And you're actually doing something really fantastic in Vegas this weekend. Are you talking about it yet? Or is this, yeah. Is it, okay, well, I don't know if we're, yeah. is this a secret? Mm-mm. I'm shooting my album cover at my grandma's house in Vegas where wow. I was raised. Mm. Uh, I'm recreating all the things that she did in that house. So it's a really big photo shoot. It's such a 
Love letter to my grandma. I'm sure that's not emotional at all. Oh, I had to go to several sound baths just to get through it. (laughs) (laughs) These sound baths are all the rage. My partner went to one Saturday. My sister Chris went to one in northern Kentucky yesterday. You know what I'm realizing? People are so desperate to Mm -hmm. never feel sad or depressed again. They're willing to go completely outside of their normal thinking or what they're used to. Yep. And And I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, because it works. These last two years of brought people to the brink they're like okay what do i need to do to find happiness a thousand percent and i like sound baths amen i, I hope this is a sound bath for you but i hope we don't put you to sleep that's my hope or maybe that's we do nice. just leave the radio onto our station and sleep through four hours that's great for our night, ratings night, we love it <laughs> what's going on in news on the beat all right well state lawmakers have proposed a record 238 bills that would limit the rights of lgbtq americans this year or more than three per day with about half of them targeting transgender people specifically Nearly 670 anti-LGBTQ bills have been filed since 2018, with nearly all of the country's 50 state legislators all having weighed at least one bill. Throughout that time, the annual number of anti-LGBTQ bills filed has skyrocketed from 41 bills in 2018 to 238 bills in less than three months of 2022. And this year's historic tally quickly follows what some advocates had labeled the worst year in recent history for LGBTQ state legislative attacks when 191 bills were proposed last year. Proponents of these bills say they're about protecting children, parental rights, religious freedom, or a combination of these. Opponents, however, contend they're discriminatory and are more about scoring political points with conservative voters than protecting constituents. Well, it's Monday. You know how I know it's Monday? The Republican Party hates us. Yeah, just go off, sis. Uh. All right, let's get into a little weather. It's going to be gorgeous out. 63 in New York today, 76 in L.A., 76 in Vegas, 88 in Palm Springs, 75 in Houston, and 88 in Cathedral City. You know, I think 76 is the perfect temperature. It's perfect. I think it is actually my favorite temperature. Yeah, it's gorgeous out. I don't know out. why. It's like it's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's also the year my mom graduated high school, so for some reason, my entire life, that's been very important to me. Yeah. It was the bicentennial of America. Somebody out there graduated in 76, and they're like, how do you know that? I'm like, I rule. Yeah. All right, you want to give us a little vibey? I can do that. That was a kind of a that was kind of a vibe. Yeah, and it's also sort of it's also I think it was the year that A Star Is Born came out. Oh, that's with, a vibe. With Barbara Streisand, it's seventy five or seventy six. I Barbara, might be wrong. We love you. Nothing in the universe can stop you from letting go and starting over. I love that. Of course, you love all my I vibes. I think that's so beautiful, honey. What if you just didn't like one of my vibes one day? What would you say? I'd, I would still like it. Because you say I love it five days a week. I would love it. I, I love that support. I'm here for it, and I would just be like, this is so great. And then maybe off air, I'd be like, hey, honey. No, I actually wouldn't. I'd just be like, thank you for the vibe. Yeah, you would say that. You know what else I love? Love. I love love. I do. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. All right, so we talked about this a little bit last week. You know... Disney, Pixar sort of in some hot water because of the don't say gay bill in Florida and their unwillingness to sort of like stand up and do something about it and to, and to sort of kind of uh, push back against Ron DeSantis and Republicans in the state of Florida who are hateful. Uh, well, now some are saying, you know, we also did the story where they tried to make a uh, there was a I guess a five million dollar donation that Disney tried to make to the HRC. HRC said, hold on to your money until you shut this bill down. And then we'll take your money, right? That's still kind of not happened just yet. Right. Now, um, apparently there was a same-sex kiss in the upcoming film Lightyear uh, by Pixar. And this is sort of like a prequel, an origin story for Buzz Lightyear's character, right? And there was a same-sex kiss 
that was cut out of the film. And now it's been put back in. I wonder, and this is what this this article in The Advocate is asking, uh, because of the criticism for their slow response to Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill, um, and they've been accused of deleting queer scenes from other films in the past, is that why they put this back in? Do you think they're trying to save face and be like, listen, we're not anti-anything right now. We actually love you guys. Or... Was it what they planned to do all along? Like, why would they delete it then put it back in? That's my question. Well, I think it's interesting because if you look at stories like Snow Snow White, where it required Snow White to be kissed by the prince in order to wake up, that was an iconic scene. If you looked at Beauty and the Beast, Mm -hmm. if you've looked at all of these different Shrek, all these different films, there's always been a kiss shared. There's always been some sort of, like, marriage. And so to write... uh, a scene for a same-sex couple to kiss, which we've seen in all other fairy tales, to then just take it out feels weird, and then to just bring it back in because you're in trouble right now with don't say gay bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it feels very odd. And you know, I read this thing, a meme that's going around right now. It's very important, and it said. You have a problem teaching kids about homosexuality, but you have no problem uh, telling children that a virgin mother who was hooking up with a 30-year-old man, apparently, was able to miraculously have a baby, and that was Jesus. Like, if you can share that narrative, we can talk about gay people. And we're also okay saying that a woman who was half fish... Uh, was able to go live on Earth and be around a bunch of humans who didn't know her and then get kissed by a man to be saved from a, from a sea witch, uh, and she was 16 years old. Because keep in mind, all of those princesses are like 15 or 16. Yeah, look at Pocahontas, the way that we try to romanticize that story, mm-hmm. when really it was like a bloodbath. Absolutely. And so the way that we try to rewrite history and create our own sort of narratives around what love is and And this older man, younger woman story, every single time, these women are teenagers, right? They're underage. And that's what Disney's been pushing for years. And we all like celebrate it. It's beautiful, right? Um, But this is interesting. It's a same-sex kiss between two women, uh, one of them being named Hawthorne, who is a colleague of Buzz Lightyear. And apparently, according to uh, multiple former employees of Pixar and Disney, who spoke with Variety Magazine, all, all anonymously, for years... Uh, those within the studio have tried to incorporate LGBTQ identity into the storylines, and over and over again, at the at the end, it gets shut down by like like the big decision makers at Disney. Yeah, because they don't want to push the narrative. Well, because also by pushing that narrative, it creates conversation that people may not want to take their kids to see these films anymore. Uh, they may not want to. But my only question is. If you're okay with teaching young women that we need to look out our windows, uh, praying that a prince will come and save us and give us a kiss on the mouth to save our lives, but a woman can't share another kiss with a woman, then you uh, you have to stop saying that you just don't want your children to learn about sexuality. You have to start saying that you're homophobic and you don't want your kids that's to it. see that. That's it. Because that's what it is. That's it. Nobody's protesting The Little Mermaid. Nobody's protesting Sleeping Beauty. Nobody was protesting Pocahontas. But we're now going to say, oh, there's a same sex. I don't want my kids to learn. Yeah, that's Just a call br- it what it is. That's a bridge too far. Yeah, and Disney, you call it what it is too. Don't yeah. put it back in. Uh, the thing I don't like about Disney either is like 
look, I don't believe in cancel culture, but at some point, just take a stand. Whatever it is, just have a backbone. Quit doing this whole like, oh, we're not going to donate. Okay, now we are. Okay, now we're going to put this the kiss in. Now we're not. Like, either you're for it or you're not, babe. And don't always look at the bottom line. Don't just look at the dollars that could be made or not be made from this. Like, like take a chance. That's, yeah. what, that's what Walt Disney was. He was a visionary continue taking chances. I mean, and also we've got films called Turning Red where it explores women and their menstrual cycles, which I think is really Parents iconic. Parents are upset about it though. Of course they are. They're upset about everything. But you know how useful that would have been for me when I was 11 years old? There are some things that are going to be upsetting. However, getting your period is very normal. The parents don't want to have the conversation. And also kissing somebody and wanting to kiss somebody. And then being the same, same sex. Same sex or opposite is also normal. It's yeah. all normal. Look, people are going to be mad either way. Just put this scene back in. Yeah, just or represent don't. represent what humanity actually is. Yeah. Somebody's going to be mad, but it's not like we don't exist. That's the problem. We yeah. do. So showcase us. Yeah. All right, coming up, Kanye West has just been cut from performing at the Grammys, and fans are asking if he's having a mental breakdown. It's so sad. We'll discuss next. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's time for our first round of What's Poppin' of the Day. Oh. Can't believe it's finally spring. I know. I'm so do, happy for can it. Can I take a quick moment? To shout out one of our, our biggest listeners in this yeah. Is that okay? Yes. Because over the weekend, uh, one of our VIPs did something really, really incredible. And I, when I say incredible, I, I, I don't use that word lightly. Uh, my brother-in-law, Jerry, in northern Kentucky, listens to us every single day. Uh, he competed in a cornhole, a cornhole tournament in northern Kentucky. If you this don't know what that is. is the straightest, whitest thing I've ever heard. It's where you throw beanbags into holes uh, across uh, at a board across the room, right? Well, he competed... Uh, and he started off, listen, he started off 1-0. It was going well. And then he start, lost one. And then I said, Jerry, get your head in the game. He ended up uh, being 4-1 and one last I heard. They got fourth place out of 38 teams. And um, I, I think that it, it, they missed the podium. But fourth out of 38 is pretty impressive. He did send me a photo one time, and they were playing a lesbian couple, and uh, they were very, very intimidated by them because those girls had arms on them. Yes. So I don't know how that that one well, worked out. but uh, Jerry, congratulations, honey, on your cornholing, and I'm mm-hmm. happy that you had a great experience. Yeah, but the great cornholio. Okay, now we've moved on to Beavis and Butthead. Can we get back to gay stuff? <laughs> gay stuff. Well, that was kind of gay. He's pretty gay adjacent. He's married to my sister, but like he's an ally. Into it. Uh, all right, this story is not as riveting, but uh, kind of iconic. So Kanye West, I just actually heard his first song from Donda on the radio yesterday, and the lyrics are intense. Like, he's literally calling it all out. And it feels like he's living in a delusion. He talks about getting divorced from his wife, but them being so amicable that they show up at the divorce court together, happily divorcing, how he bought a house literally right next door to her. Like, it's all very clear. Well, now the Grammys is saying, sorry, Kanye, you cannot perform like you were scheduled to at the Grammys. You're not using your platform correctly. It appears that you're having a little bit of a breakdown. And uh, they also banned him on Instagram for a while. And this is all coming out of the argument that he got into with Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah is hosting the Grammys. So they're wondering if that's why the Grammys last minute decided to pull Kanye West from performing on the show. The game was also supposed to uh, perform with Kanye. And now the game is speaking out on behalf of Kanye saying, you guys knew what he's been doing. Like, you're just going to pull him now. It feels like that's to defend Trevor Noah. I mean, a lot of people are upset. 
However, I think that ultimately what Trevor Noah is trying to say and the Grammys is you're literally harassing your wife. We're not into it. You're having a mental breakdown. We want you to get the help that you need. We want you to get counseled, not canceled. Mm. And until then, you can't come on the show. Counseled, not canceled. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Listen. And I agree. He's abusing her. It's abuse. I mean, when you listen to the lyrics, it's just a lack of boundaries and self-control. And I think that he thinks that that's romantic in the artist's way. But she doesn't want to be with him. She wants to be with Pete Davidson. She doesn't want him to live down the street. He also is creating this narrative. He said, what I would give to be able to see my kids. Uh, I miss them. And then finally, Kim had to step in again and go, okay, stop the narrative. You literally picked them up from school this morning. Like, for school this morning. (laughs) Like what is happening? But he's trying to be a bad rapper and then let the let the people know. Yeah, it's just too much. He's jealous that she moved on. He's got a girlfriend. He's had multiple girlfriends. Yeah. How, what is, what are the double standard that she, he's going to harass her and Pete the way that he has, but he's had multiple girlfriends. Yeah. Like it's just. But the, it's because he's not happy. It's just the way that men think sometimes. Like this weird ownership they think they have over women is so gross. Yeah. Well, you know what, Kanye, you can't perform, baby. Not this time. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Morning Beat with A.J. Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Coming up this hour on the show, it's Money Mondays. We're talking about medical debt. How do you overcome it? Uh, One trip to the ER room can really mess up an entire family. Uh, uh, For months and years, I know that my partner was in uh, the hospital this last year for almost a week. And had he not been covered by insurance, it would have been hundreds of thousands of dollars Crazy. in medical debt. Uh, so we've actually got uh, an expert joining us to talk about just that and how you can plan for it and recover from it on Money Mondays coming up here in about 15 minutes. Right now, though, it's time for news on the beat. Uh, an HIV vaccine breakthrough on the horizon, Michaela? Okay, listen, what's so crazy is all of these things that are happening since the pandemic, which was all very, very devastating, but this could be major. The National Institutes of Health announced that clinical trials had begun in not one, but three potential new vaccines for HIV. 
108 HIV-negative human volunteers will take part in the studies which are being conducted in Seattle by the HIV Vaccine Trials Network. As of Monday, 12 candidates were already enrolled. Pharmaceutical conglomerate Moderna developed the vaccines, which are based on the same technology as the company's COVID-19 vaccines and another HIV vaccine that began human trials earlier this year. But while the previous vaccine attempts to stop the virus from inhibiting the production of disease-fighting B cells, uh, the sponsored vaccines take a different approach. In these trials, scientists will be evaluating whether the vaccines can safely induce production of the HIV spike protein, which is what allows the virus to penetrate healthy cells and replicate. All right, in other news, Apple just released uh, a new update featuring a whopping 37 brand new emojis um this is a big deal but one very much including that was uh introduced back in july of last year the pregnant man emoji now this is the largest single release of new emojis uh reflecting the desire of creators to make their emojis more inclusive and affirming for the lgbtq community especially trans folks alongside the new pregnant man emoji are also gender neutral options with pregnant person and person with a crown there's also a melting face biting lips beans and a new troll addition to the fantasy creature subcategory Uh, but you can definitely say that apple is trying to be more inclusive and we love to see it love it i love apple I remember years ago, uh, I was dating my first boyfriend in college, and I remember he was in business school, and he was like, hey, I think Apple, we need to buy stock in Apple. I'm like, buy stock? I'm 20. What am I going to buy stock? And he's like, he's like, no, Apple's going to, they're they're, about, they're on the verge of something big. And I was like, Apple? Love that it. old company like with the Macintosh? No, they're dead in the water. They're never going to be a thing again. And then they came back. They become a thing. And they're this massive company now, globally. Yeah, I love it. Should have bought stock. I wouldn't be doing this job, that's for sure. I'd be sitting pretty somewhere, just on a beach, probably drinking a pina colada. cocktails. (laughs) Well, if you did decide you'd want the weather, it'd be great. So let's get into weather. 87 in La Quinta today, 88 in Cathedral City, a high of 78 in Miami, 88 in Palm Springs, 76 in Vegas, 76 in LA, and 63 in New York. Now give us a vibe of the day. Nothing in the universe can stop you from letting go and starting over. Maybe, I maybe love you're going that. through something with a friend right now and you just need to let go and start over. If that's you, let go. Let it go, start honey. Over. Start over. I don't care how long you've been friends. Doesn't just matter. Start over. All right. Well, you also may want to start over when it comes to medical debt affecting your credit score. We're joined for Money Mondays uh, by a writer for the nationally syndicated personal finance column, The Color of Money, to really talk about how to get some of that bad debt out of the way to live your best life. Coming up. Good morning, B. Channel Q. You know, money sure does make the world go round. And would it be nice to have a little bit more of it? Or to have the money that is working for you uh, actually working for you and not having negative impacts on your credit score, which is oftentimes the case when Lord. you run into a medical issue and you've got some medical debt, right? There's a big story uh, that we saw over the weekend that the way that medical debt is reported uh, by, by collection agencies could be changing significantly and be helping your credit score. And here to help us make sense of it all is Michelle Singletary, writer for the nationally syndicated personal finance column, The Color of Money, which appears in the Washington Post on Wednesdays and Sundays. Michelle, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for having me. Uh, This is a big deal. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a huge 
deal because 58% of bills and collections were were medical bills as of the second quarter uh, last year. So lots of people who are uh, in financial trouble or pushed into bankruptcy are there because of these medical debts. So the three major uh, bureaus, really from pressure from the government that was saying that this is not a predictor of how people will pay their debts. Let's get this off the credit report. So now about 70% of those bills are going to be gone um, by the summer. Mm. That's incredible. I mean, I will share a story that I think is most relatable to everybody. I was 20, I think 20, maybe 21, and I had gotten bit by a spider. Just very randomly, Uh. totally out of my control, bit by a spider. And I knew that I didn't have insurance. I didn't have the capability to take care of it. So I let it go for a couple days, and I got really, really sick. Well, you also could have thought Spider Woman. You could have turned it into Spider Woman. I also could have thought that. That did not play out. It didn't. However, it did leave this bump on my butt that sort of made it look like it had insurance. And I kind of wasn't mad for like two days. Uh, back to the important thing here. And I I know I got really, really sick and I had to go to the hospital. I went to Cedar sinai and the bill that they hit me with uh, was astronomical. And I was like, this isn't my fault. I got bit by a spider and I tried to take care of it myself, but I'm going to die. Help me. And that stayed on my record. It took me to, uh, it went to collections. It was a whole thing. And, and to be so out of control as an American. I mean, you kind of can't get yourself out of that if you don't come from money or have somebody to help you pay that bill, which I did not. That's exactly right. And, you know, my daughter had a a medical scare um, when she was interning in Houston. Her her right lung collapsed. (gasps) And uh, she had insurance. She went to an in network hospital, but was treated by out-network doctors that she didn't know. She was in an emergency situation and so had, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars of debt. Most of it was taken care of, but she still got this self-selling debt. And that's the problem um, that that the reason why they're trying to remove it. Just what you said, people with insurance, people without insurance, this is not something that you willingly take on. And so the credit report and credit scores are supposed to look at, predict, how likely are you to pay your debt off? Well, this is the kind of debt that you didn't take on willingly. You didn't sign a loan document. And so let's move this over to another category. And that's what this decision will do. And so, you know, and then by next year, they go, they're not going to report any debts that are less $500 or less. These are really significant moves to help the marginalized who are often shut out from more affordable credit, get the credit that they need to do the things that they have to do, like rent an apartment or get a job. No, that part right there, the marginalized, because oftentimes, and here's, and here's how, what we've learned, I think a lot of people become more aware of this uh, during the pandemic. And I, but I, a lot of people, I'll say a lot of cis white people, straight white people, have right. maybe become more aware during this pandemic that the way that our health system works and the way that credit in this country works and the banking systems and all of these large institutions, they, they favor cis straight white people. And men in particular, they just do. And these sorts of things, they impact the queer community, com- communities of color. You know, credit scores were first introduced in the United States back in 1989. It's still a fairly new concept for some people. And to to impact somebody's entire life, you know, my partner was in the hospital this last year, Cedar sinai same hospital, had insurance. Thank God. Because the bill they hit him with afterwards was $200,000 for six days. Wow. And wow. we're like, wait, What? What, yeah. We're planning a wedding, trying to start a life together, and neither of us have parents that could bail us out of a two hundred thousand dollar bill, oh, and my. that was for a stomach issue, right? Oh, and yes, he did. Right. And so while we're in the hospital, day after day goes by, 
and we don't know if insurance is covering it because his doctors are telling him they're denying this claim multiple mm. times. So mm. as each day goes by, he's physically getting worse because he's mentally more stressed because that's the system, right? right? So yeah, that's what's crazy. Like the also mental health of all of it, all sitting of it. alone in a in a hospital bed. If you're lucky enough to, because yeah, I mean, have insurance to have insurance to be able to have it taken so, care of. So if if any of our listeners out there right now are are wondering, listen, am I going to be part of that seventy percent? Is this going to help me? Uh, what should I be concerned about when it comes to my medical debt and my credit score? What would you say to them? So starting in July, look to make sure that the debt is removed. That's the first thing. Now, it doesn't rem- it's only 70%, so there those who have, you know, new debt, it may not come off, but you want to definitely question this debt um and and make sure that if it's not supposed to be on your credit um report, it's not there, which means you need to be cre- checking your credit report. So you want to go to annualcreditreport.com, the the official site a site to look at your credit report to make sure that these things are removed. And the other great thing about this decision is that already they, they can't put medical debt on for the first six months. They've extended that now to a year. So people get a year to either work out a payment plan or make sure that this debt should is, is theirs. Mm, that's great That's really great advice. And also, like, so, so important, the fact that we could have $200,000, $10,000 be right. the thing that stops us from living a, a really great fulfilling life is yeah. insane to me let's get rid of this medical debt then also let's let's work on student loan forgiveness next joe biden remember that part i just want to keep reminding him every chance <laughs> i get <laughs> uh, michelle singletary thank you so much for joining us and best thank of luck you. to your daughter i hope that she's feeling so much better after that she scare. is and uh she's doing much much better and and uh yeah it was a big scare but we were very grateful that she made it through okay thank Absolutely. you for asking of, of course, course. Mm. all right coming up america's obsessed with young prodigies but what happens when the pressure becomes too much are we encouraging or demanding success at a young age we'll discuss the morning B. channel q let's talk a moment about the pressure of succeeding at a young age at whatever it is because i feel like as americans we we love to celebrate prodigies child prodigies who just do extraordinary things and then as soon as they're no longer no longer prodigies we forget about them yes. and we, we dump them i remember growing up watching the show doogie hauser right Neil Patrick Harris, it's his first, like, like the thing that made him famous. And thinking, wow, he graduated high school at 12, college at 16, or whatever the, the storyline was. And I just remember feeling, that's really cool. Also, I feel like a loser because I'm nowhere near any of that, right? And and seeing, like, the Doogie Howsers of the world and watching, like, the Mary Lou Rettons of the world and then Simone Biles as we got older, these young, Dominique Mochiano, these little athletes who are so phenomenal, Tara Lipinski at a young age. And then what happens? Then what? Well, it's crazy because I will Michaela share... Gordon on American Idol uh, at 16. I mean, genuinely. Well, you know, it's crazy that you do say that because yesterday was the American Idol uh, season 20, if you can wow. even believe it. And I went to this watch party because oddly enough, one of my, like she became one of my best friends. Her daughter just auditioned for American Idol and she made it. But this girl, Nadia Turner, was in the top 12 with me. She made it to top eight, went home. Now her kids auditioning. It's a whole story. We should have her on. But then they started watching all of our audition videos back and our season back. And I was looking at myself at 16 Mm. and I was like, 
who was that? Like, who is that baby? You, I was just confident. Do you feel a disconnect? Like, you're almost a different, you're such a different person now that you, like, I barely remember her, but also I remember her very well. I feel closer to her than ever, mm. but I've made it a point to do so just through, like, my own spirituality. But looking at me at 16, like, I, I don't know. There was so much pressure put on me to win. There was so much pressure on me to be the financial breadwinner. There was so much pressure on me to take something that I just really loved and enjoyed well, doing to make it to this next level. And I was like, it's Carrie Underwood. And it was so intense. And listen, it put me in a mental breakdown at 20 years and old. That's, that's the thing because I think what's happening is that we we glorify youth and and achievement at a young age and put such a high cost on it. Uh, hyping up like early accomplishments, though, can contribute to the myth that getting things done younger is always better. It also uh, encourages people to sort of like shelve important emotional and social development in favor of pushing themselves and pushing the limit for success, right? Quote, success. When you're young, you don't really know what success is. You do what you're good at. Right. You're not developing as a human you have one skill set that you're really, really phenomenal at. Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook at 19. Well, here's why I think it's also (laughs) super problematic, to your point, with these young kids, with myself, my whole identity became a singer. So at 16, I was a singer. So when I got rejected, it wasn't my ability, it was me. Like, I wasn't good enough. There's no separation between the two. None. And that's what's happening with these really young athletes. It's like... That's your goal. That's your purpose. You're going to do that. And then what? And then the inevitable happens. Some sort of form of rejection. And you take it so personally. And it's true. The people that were there being like, yes, yes, you're going to win. When you quit being this like superhero 16, 17, 18 year old. Now you're just a wild teen. Or now you're just somebody that you can reject because there's no more benefit. And you were on a national platform form receiving 30 million views an episode. You know what I mean? And we same thing. You look at like you look at the Lindsay Lohan to the Britney Spears of the world and you wonder like what happened? You're like, well, I'll tell you what happened. You built them up as this one singular thing and then did not, not allow space for them to be a human who grows and makes decisions and makes you know mistakes and things like that. And and we can't do that to young people. We just can't. Well, it's crazy because there's this documentary that Katy Perry came out with. And I think it's like the perfect way of seeing how you are treated uh, when you're young and successful. She was in a different country getting ready to go on tour and she was backstage and she was sobbing. They couldn't even get her makeup on because she couldn't stop crying. And she was crying because her husband was Russell Brand at the time. He was getting ready to leave her and she couldn't handle it. Like she was so upset. She just wanted to go home. Mm. And the way that they're like, you have to get out there. You have to go. And then you watch her walk on stage after sobbing in the back and she starts singing. She looks so dead in the eyes. It's the most devastating thing. And that's how it is. Because like, there's millions of dollars on the line and yes. a lot of people re- relying on Britney her. Britney Spears, yep. Jessica Simpson, Mandy Moore. Like well, we're seeing all... it now with Naomi Osaka. And she's like, listen, and I, need a, no. I need a break again. They're like, well, you got to get tougher. I'm like, there is some truth to that. To some degree, we all do have to learn to deal with adversity. Sure. But also, if she wants to walk away, she has every right to walk away. Simone but I think Biles, that it's she can important walk away. to not say get tougher because she hasn't been challenged um, she doesn't have the ability to grow emotionally the way that other 10, 11, 13, 15, there's no other 10, 9, 7 year old that's going into train yeah. every day, yeah. eight hours a day. Like, she hasn't had a chance. Like, yeah. let her just breathe. Yes. Yes. I hear that. Absolutely. I do hear that. Also, she's making, you know, 
three, four million dollars with a single win sometimes at a Grand Slam. So like there's 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 a trade off. Like I'm yeah, absolutely. You can walk away and go do what you need to do and get mentally stronger and healthier and whatever. That's great. You're going to lose the benefit of this. If you're okay with that, that's okay. And I okay. think she's okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's her team that's not. Yeah. And she's like, I don't the care. The people making money off of her. And that's the hard thing. My partner, the conversation he and I have so much is that over our time in Hollywood, because we've both had some pretty cool successes as of you, and sometimes it feels really fun to have that spotlight on you and to feel a bit of fame for a moment or proximity to fame. Listen, interviewing Lady Gaga is still a highlight of my career. Yes. But in that same day, I also interviewed Tom Hanks and Will Smith. I mean, that was. I mean, I have had plenty of days like that in my career. But then what I've learned is that it doesn't really mean anything in the end. Like it's cool, but my partner and I don't really care about fame. We care about happiness. Yeah. We just want to be happy. And that's because we spent time in therapy and we've had the chance to sort of step back. These young kids who we just idolize until we toss aside, they don't have that opportunity. And I'm glad you're taking care of yourself now and I am proud of you. Thank you, my honey. All right. Well, coming up, this celebrity couple is acknowledging that they too want to be happy. And sometimes that means opening up your marriage. Is this something you could try? What? We discuss and what's popping. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela, Channel Q. Speaking of love at first sight, I remember the first time I saw you, Michaela Gordon. Go off, baby. It was on TV. Uh, and then okay. mm-hmm. and then a few years later, I met you in person and got to work with you. And I was like, wait, what? I'm working with famous people. Shut up. I was so excited. My parents, my mom and sister came to visit me in Los Angeles for the first time. And I sat them in your section at the restaurant and they were like... It's the nanny from American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it sure is. What, what could she get? A ribeye? Which is like a cowboy cut ribeye steak? No, what could she get for you? Anything you want, baby. Love at first sight. Yes. Was also I love, love you. at first sight for one famous couple, apparently, but maybe they've had love at first sight multiple times in their relationship. Uh, what do you have for us and what's popping? Well, I feel like Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith have been in the news a lot. They share a lot from their relationship. Whether or not you want to know it, they're going to share it. And whether or not you like it, we're going to hear about it. Uh, but Will Smith is tipped to become only the fifth black man to take home the best actor Oscar. 
this coming Sunday. And if he wins for King Richard, in which he plays Richard Williams, uh, this will be a very big moment for him. But the 53-year-old star continues to be dogged by headlines over his open marriage to Jada Pinkett. Um, which is really interesting because when he missed the BAFTAs to stay in L.A. for the Critics' Choice Awards, host Rebel Wilson quipped that his best performance in the past year was being okay with all his wife's boyfriends. Ouch. God, they said uh, their love is deeply rooted and it goes to the core and neither one is going anywhere, said a Smith family source. But just because that love is present does not mean that every need is necessarily met within the marriage and outside experience is occasionally desired. Um, what is the problem? Like, I'm like literally not even understanding. I think it's a cheap shot on Rebel Wilson. I think that like mm. we've been over this narrative so many times. We don't care they have an open marriage. We don't care what they do in the bedroom. This is an opportunity to really just spotlight Will Smith. The fact that he could be only the fifth black actor to win Best Actor in an Oscars should be the conversation. Why isn't there more? How important representation is? How great? And instead, we want to talk about his King Richard. And I don't want to. Can I share a hot take? Yeah. I think underlying a lot of this, there is still a feeling by many, myself included, that as much as Will and Jada are sharing, they're still not being fully honest. The rumor about them has always been that they're both bisexual, and that that is the sort of situation that's going on. These but why all, do they have to tell us that? But but that's because it feels like because now they're saying we're revealing everything to you, and I, I, it still feels like oh no you're not. So don't say that you are. It's okay. Don't you don't have to, but don't say you're being hundred percent open and honest right now because you're still not going fully there. Like there still sounds like there's more to the story. You're just trying to control the narrative by releasing a book and joining Instagram and doing all these things these last few years, Red Table Talk, to kind of control the discussions around your relationship. I think people just still feel like, okay, you're not being fully honest yet. And if you're going to tell me you're being fully honest, I expect you to be fully honest or just keep your relationship private. And I think that's that's how I feel. I know some of my friends feel the same way because um, I could care less. I, I, I don't care. But don't tell me you're telling me everything. If it feels like you're not telling me everything, that's that's just how I think. I hear that. You know I feel I mean? like I'm so uninvested in their love life that maybe it's a hard uh, thing for me to comment on because I, I don't care if he's bisexual. Say it, don't say it. I, I don't, really don't care. What I don't like is that his talent's getting overshadowed currently because people want to talk about his love life. Like, that's a really big deal for him to win this award. Mm-hmm. And he was incredible. And at the end of the day, that's what should be at least talked about right now. I, I just think it's weird that yeah. people are so fascinated by it. But I hear what you're saying. Uh, all right, coming up in our next hour, highlighting the transition closet. This is actually really incredible. We have the founder and CEO joining us to talk about what it is and why it's extremely important to our trans brothers and sisters having it available coming up in the next hour. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela, Channel Q. Transitioning can be an overwhelming experience, uh, but there's one organization doing everything they can to make it uh, as comfortable as possible. The founder and CEO of the Transition Closet joins us in about 15 minutes to share the good work that they are doing. Stick around for that. Right now, though, it's time for News on the Beat. Michaela, what's going on? All right, people, there's a lot happening. State lawmakers have proposed a record 238 bills that would limit the rights of LGBTQ Americans this year or more than three per day. 
with about half of them targeting transgender people specifically. Nearly 670 anti-LGBTQ bills have been filed since 2018, with nearly all of the country's 50 state legislators all having weighed at least one bill. Throughout that time, the annual number of anti-LGBTQ bills filed has skyrocketed from 41 bills in 2018 to 238 bills in less than three months of 2022. And this year's historic tally quickly follows what some advocates had labeled the worst year in recent history for LGBTQ state legislative attacks when 191 bills were proposed last year. Proponents of these bills say they're about protecting children, parental rights, religious freedom, or a combination of these. Opponents, however, contend they're discriminatory and are more about scoring political points with conservative voters than protecting constituents. All right, another news, a federal judge has ruled that Kim Davis, who was a county clerk in Kentucky, violated the constitutional rights of same-sex couples to whom she repeatedly denied marriage licenses. Davis, who made headlines and became a hero to many conservatives in 2015, claimed her right to religious beliefs allowed her to to deny the licenses, even though the Supreme Court had legalized same-sex marriage nationwide. U.S. District Judge David Bunning in Ashland said in his ruling that Davis cannot use her own constitutional rights as a shield to violate the constitutional rights of others while performing her duties as an elected official. It's apparent the plaintiffs have a 14th Amendment right to marry, the judge wrote. It is also readily apparent that Davis made a conscious decision to violate plaintiffs' rights. The case involved just two couples, but Davis refused to issue marriage licenses to any same-sex couples who sought them while she was clerk of Rowan County. All right, another news. Uh, the National Institutes of Health announced that clinical trials had begun in not one but three potential new vaccines for HIV. 108 HIV-negative human volunteers will take part in the studies which are being conducted in Seattle by the HIV Vaccine Trials Network. As of today, 12 candidates were already enrolled. The pharmaceutical conglomerate Moderna developed the vaccines, which are based on the same technology as the company's COVID-19 vaccines and another HIV vaccine that began human trials earlier this year. But while the previous vaccine attempts to stop the virus from inhibiting the production of disease-fighting B-cells, the sponsored vaccines take a different approach. In these trials, scientists will be evaluating whether the vaccines can safely induce production of the HIV spike protein, which is what allows the virus to penetrate healthy cells and replicate. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be 88 in Cathedral City, 88 in La Quinta, 63 in New York, 76 in LA, 75 in Vegas, 88 in Palm Springs, and 75 in Houston. Now give us a vibe of the day. Nothing in the universe can stop you from letting go and starting over. Love it. You can start over anytime you want. Uh, Now, coming up this hour, uh, we're highlighting the transition closet. Uh, The owner is joining us to talk about the importance of it, where you can find it, and uh, what you'll need to know when supporting your trans brothers and sisters. Next. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, You know, one of the conversations we have so often on this show is is trying to put ourselves into the shoes of others who maybe have an experience that we don't have, right? And I think it's it's how we as humanity move forward, uh, which is why we really want to highlight um, our next guest. Uh, Their name is Amari, and they are the founder and CEO of The Transition Closet. Amari, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? 
I am doing wonderful. How are you, Adrian? AJ. Uh, it's funny that AJ, you say sorry. Adrian, though, because I've had a, I've had a an issue with that name my entire life because I can't tell you how many times I've introduced myself to people and they say Adrian. That's such a fantastic name, and I go, Oh, actually, it's AJ. And the response is oh always my God, this. Oh, hate that. Oh, <laughs> so Adrian is absolutely okay. You can call me that all day, every day. Uh, but I want to know about the transition closet and what your yes. orga- organization is doing to help those uh, in the transition process. Um, so the transition closet is a free clothing closet that provides free clothing to people who are transitioning. Um, and we think that that's a very important part of transitioning, of course, because clothing is very expensive. And um, we are um, very excited to help provide people with that um, step of their transition. Well, it's so crazy. I uh, When I lived in Vegas, I worked at a facility very similar to this. And it was unbelievable to see our brothers and sisters that would come in and how their face would light up by just putting on an outfit that they felt so comfortable in and depending on the situation, putting on a little bit of makeup and and a a wig, just watching somebody walk in and then be able to stand looking in the mirror as their truest selves. I mean, is that sort of what got you into this? Um, Honestly, um, we kind of got into this by accident. Um, I was walking down the hall of the church with the pastor Clint Schneckloff, and we were talking about how expensive it is to transition. And I said, I just wish I had a closet that um, I could give free people, people free clothes. Um, and he gestured to the left and he said, how about this one? Oh, wow. And That's I was amazing. like, really? Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, let's talk to the board or let's see what the congregation thinks or let me think on it. It was just like instantly like, here, how about this closet right here? We're not using it. And I flipped out and I said, yes. And that's what started it. It was just that there's a need and um, that it's a great way to love on our fellow siblings and um, show them that they are loved and that they are cared about by churches in the South. And that is so beautiful because it's interesting. It's interesting that it started at a church, which is pretty fantastic. Let's not gloss over that. That's That's incredible. That's a big deal. Uh, And also, (laughs) like clothing is so personal. It's it's oftentimes, for most of us, it's the first way we present ourselves to the world. Right. And as yes, we, and like I said on the news, it's it's, um, it's the first thing that people see in an interview on a first day, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And, you know, it's sometimes even how people determine your gender. Yes. Um, it's a way to signal your gender to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be very important for people who um, are binary, you know, or, um, you know, even myself, I'm struggling to find non-binary clothes myself. Um and that's part of the reason why I, you know, wanted to open a closet for people because it was hard to find clothes and it. Well, there's also, you know, beyond just even just the clothing, you have, you know, the appropriate underwear for those who are transitioning yes, because amazing. that is also a conversation yes. that if you haven't been through the process, you might not have thought about. You also offer um, consultations, uh, binder consultations. So it, yes. it's, it's taking into account wherever you are in the transition process, mm-hmm. uh, you're mm-hmm. you're there for them, correct? Exactly. We offer free tucking underwear, free binders, um, and we also just um, 
found a local woman who makes um, specialty lingerie for trans women. Mm. Oh and um, we're also about to fixing to um, provide packers and packing underwear, too. So beautiful. That's so amazing. Uh, if people I'm about want... to get them this week. So Yes. <laughs> now, is it something where people, um, if they want to get involved, if they support the community, can people donate things? Can people yes. offer things? Like, what is, if people how, are how, listening how right now, uh, how do they get involved? Um, how do you get involved? Um, well, you can start your own closets, first of all. Um, we offer consultation on how to start your own closet. It's really easy, and it really doesn't cost any money. All you really need is a space, um, first of all. And we encourage people to open up closets all over the world. Um, this is not my project solely. Um, I want this to be a worldwide thing. And um, actually, speaking of, we have a closet in California that's opening up at Fremont High School in Oakland, California. That's so fantastic. Um, um, just a queer teacher on TikTok. His name's Tommy. Um, he's wonderful. Um, he reached out to me about opening a closet. And um, as far as what we need, we need donations. We need volunteers. Um, we need all sorts of help. We need help sorting and hanging up the donations that we get. Um, we need help building new closets. Um, and if anybody from Fayetteville, Arkansas is listening, uh, we yeah. need handy people. <laughs> love it. I love, well, listen, listen, so many of us spent so much time in our closets, uh, and you're reclaiming yes. what the closet is. Yes. And I love that. So that head part. over to the transitioncloset.org. Yes. Yeah, somebody came up with the phrase, um, when you're ready to come out of the closet, step into ours. Oh, I love that. So good. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I think it's incredible what you're doing. It's so needed. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Of course. All right, coming up, did masks actually make people hotter? Was it the mystery of it all? We are discussing why people are missing the mask life and have no plans to go back. Coming up next. The Morning Beat, Channel Q. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Thank you so much for joining us here on our show. Uh, here's the question a lot of people are asking right now. Should we go back to wearing masks? Not because of the health of it all and the, the COVID Lord, of it all. I hate us as a society. people look better in them. I'll tell you what. Masks do make people look a little bit hotter. And there's an actual study that's going to dictate or kind of explain that that I'm going to share with you in just a moment. But my partner and I go to the gym together sometimes. Go to Equinox, West Hollywood. It's the gayest, like, hottest gym in America. Yeah, right? it's, it's like one of them. And during the pandemic, I was like, God, guys really look good right now. And my poor fiance, who agreed with me, is probably also thinking, like, you should be looking at me and only me. I'm like, nah, listen, just because you're on a diet doesn't mean you we can't look at the menu. We want that for you, honey, but yeah. we got to look. But then when people stopped wearing masks a couple weeks ago, I remember thinking, like, whoa. That is not what I expected to see under the mask. Yeah. It's these guys with gorgeous bodies, pecs and abs and all like glutes for days. Fantastic. Take the mask off. Not so cute. What's going on? I mean, listen, I think what it is is just simple, like human curiosity. When you see somebody, I will speak for myself, with a mask on and like everything appears to be great. I'm like, let me see what's under that mask right now. I want to know. So all of a sudden, it's like they get more attractive because it's mysterious and I can't tell what's under there. The allure of it all. Yeah, you're like, let me just see. Just rip it off for a second. What do they look like? And then you start imagining what they look like and then you're like, now creating this fake person. Then when they do take the mask off, you're like, not what I imagined. <laughs> not at all. I'll never forget. I had just gotten uh, lip fillers 
in like February 2020. I can't tell you first and foremost, ask your friend, how many stories have started off with, I just got lip fillers and. I know, I know. It's too good. <laughs> and I had them. I was feeling so juicy couture. And then literally March hit and everyone was in masks. And I was like, are you telling me that I wasted all of this money for nobody? Absolutely. I even tried to cut a little hole in the mask just to see if I, just take a little look at my see, lips. At least they can see your bottom look just at least. Just something, honey. Really just look one. at that pal. Well, apparently a study published in the Cognitive Research Principles and Implications Journal, that sounds like a fun read, um, has actually said that, listen, according to the study, masks do make you more attractive. People do find you more attractive. Uh, the study suggests that faces are considered most attractive when covered by medical face masks. Okay, but that's so shady because people are like, you know when you're most attractive? When your face is covered. Well, you know what else? Huh? I think there's also this the part that, of it that like the only people we've ever seen in these masks before are like doctors. And doctors are kind of hot, right? Like we, especially the way they're portrayed in TV and film, doctors are sexy. Grey's Anatomy, everybody's attractive. They're all having sex in like little broom closets, yeah, right? Yeah, but that's because they're doctors. We just look like normal people with masks on. We're serving like Zorro. Like, remember that? Like, that was an eye mask. That was different. I know. I'm looking it up right now. But, like, that was his appeal. People were like, what does he look like? Like, that's how we are as human beings. The masks do nothing. Also, I would say, though, that now that we are maskless, y'all really got to start brushing your teeth. That part. Well, that's the part. When if these you masks... didn't make yourselves nauseous in the mask, mm-hmm. at least brush them now. When the masks come off at the gym, I was like, oh, your teeth are jacked. I thought you were going to have a really nice smile under there. And they're, wow, your teeth are wild. Well, it's in everyone's defense, no one's needed to. Yeah. For two and a half years, no one needed to well, brush their I teeth. I went to, remember when I went to Mexico a couple years ago? We had our little, like, fun getaway yes. during the early pandemic. And after I got, when I was there, I was like, wow, that's really weird. My breath smells like tortillas. The entire time I was wearing my mask. And I was like, well, I'm eating a lot of chips and guac, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Had a lot of uh, tacos, tostadas, whatever I was eating down there. But then when I came back to L.A., weeks go by, and I was like, hmm, my breath still smells like tortillas. I guess my breath just smells like tortillas, and I've never noticed it. And I brush my teeth like two, three times a day. I flossed. like I haven't had a cavity in years. And I'm, I'm on top of it. And my breath smelled like tortillas. And I was like, okay, this is disgusting. And everybody else is also going through the same thing. You all, every single person. I don't know if they are. No, but no, but you know that your breath has. <laughs> Tortilla, your, man. Your breath has a certain scent. You have a signature scent that you did not know about probably before the pandemic. And because of the pandemic, you realize in that mask all day, you're like, oh, this is how I smell. It's fascinating to me, but uh, wearing a mask also, according to the study, has also been a sign of respect. So when you see somebody wearing a mask, yeah. you think to yourself, oh, they care about their neighbor. And you, they rip it off they're, like a yeah, bra. They're trying, like, to pro- they're trying to protect their elderly grandparent or something. That's very And that's attractive. So I think yeah. there's layers to it, but uh, I don't miss them. This does make a question, though, and we should make it a segment. What your breath scent says about you. Like, is your breath scent trying to tell you something? Because I remember at one Tortillas. point- you're a tortilla guy. I remember at one point my breath kind of like smelled like metal, and I was like, "What is happening?" Oh, that's real. I was dehydrated. Yep, that's I a was real just thing. thirsty. You could have a defici- and not deficiency. in an Instagram way, but also fair. Just I just needed water. I've gone through that metallic thing before too. It's weird. It's, it's so a deficiency weird. In your body. And it's also listen, listen. My partner put on a mask yesterday to take the dog outside, and I was like, "What are you doing? This is you're." You judged him. Yeah, I go. You're being crazy right now. We're all fine. Everything's good. And he's like. Oh, no, because he's wearing an N95 mask. He's like, oh, no, my allergies are killing me. I just don't want the pollen in the air. Oh. I was like, oh, well, look at that. Okay. A new reason to wear a mask. A meal? That's actually smart. I'm going to do that, too. mask for mask. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah. 
The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. If y'all could just see the way Michaela Gordon <laughs> just struggled to unwrap, unwind her headphones I know. from her chair to get Listen, on got, air in time. My They fell. My foot caught them, which I was kind of impressed. <laughs> and then I went to pick them up off my foot and they were like wired around the chair. It's a lot. It's a Monday. Yeah. It's a Monday and we were so, so, so celebratory on Saturday Oh night. my God. We raged. We're still strong. I got up at 4 p.m. yesterday and went back to bed at 8. Listen the to me. Kind we of weekend are, we had. We are not the same 21-year-olds we used to know and love, Lord. Yeah, don't start with red wine and then move on to tequila Morons. and multiple bars in West Hollywood. It's not a and good And then finish off with pizza. Yeah, don't Ooh, even were we? remind me. Had a good time, though. Had a great time. <laughs> Hope you're having a great time here on the show. We've still got a little over an extra an hour for you, then all sorts of really fun music. And then let's go there this afternoon. Uh I think Shira's out of town and Ryan might be sick. Don't know who's hosting it, but somebody's going to bring you really great content this afternoon. It's going to be great. It's going to be lovely, so stick around for that. Uh, Right now, it's time for another round of What's Poppin'. Okay, so this is very interesting, and I want to know your hot take, because you've hosted the Oscars, you've hosted all of these red carpet events. Um, I love the way you say it as if I hosted the Oscars. Well, I like like how it sounds. I host the red carpets. Yes. Same thing. <laughs> I wish I hosted the Oscars. It's the same thing. Uh, but Rachel Zegler, who uh, oh, we talked about this last night, the lead role of Maria, yes, in West Side Story, yes. was not invited to the Oscars. I know. Now, uh, director Steven Spielberg's film musical revival has received seven Academy Awards nods, including Best Picture. It is customary for stars of such prominent contenders to be guests, even if they were not nominated. The apparent snub surfaced over the weekend when a fan on Instagram said they couldn't wait to see what Zegler would be wearing. She said, I'm not invited to sweatpants and my boyfriend's flannel. Uh, She said, I've tried it all, but it doesn't seem to be happening. I will root for West Side Story from my couch and be proud of the work we so tirelessly did three years ago. I hope some last-minute miracle occurs and I can celebrate our film in person, but hey, that's how it goes, I guess. Thanks for all the shock and outrage. I'm disappointed, too, but that's okay. Proud of our movie. That's unbelievable. Offensive AF. Why would they do that? Okay, so here's real talk. Here's what goes down. Not everybody gets invited for the films to the Oscars. However, best picture categories, usually like the main stars, get invited. She played Maria. I mean, come on. Yeah. But Ariana DeBose... Since all of her nominations and she's been winning everywhere, she's probably going to win the Oscar this weekend. She played Anita, and she's been getting all the love. She played the Rita Moreno character, correct? And and so she's been getting all the love. So she's sort of like this ingenue that has been on every red carpet with Steven Spielberg, and she is now even in a lot of the advertisements. She's like the face of West Side Story. Got it. She's the most well-known, most, most beloved character, even though Maria is the title, like the lead character. I still think it's so wrong because they're nominated for Best Picture. Best Picture does not happen without Tony Maria. Here's another wrinkle, though. Ansel Elgort played Tony. And right before this movie started to come out, all these allegations about sexual uh, assault came out against him. So I feel like the movie sort of pivoted the way they marketed West Side Story as opposed to being Tony Maria. It became this reimagining with uh, Ariana DeBose playing Anita and Rita Moreno playing a new character in the film. And that became like the main storyline. Yeah, it's crazy. So that part makes sense to me. But Rachel Zegler is getting caught in the crossfires of all this. I bet you that thankfully this has become such big hot news. Yep, they better. She better show up. And she'll be happy. Getting an Oscar look together in less than a week. Listen, God bless stylists. Mm. 
working hard. All right, coming up in our final hour, we're joined with our fave, Dr. James Simmons, for What the Health, five ways spring cleaning can actually make you healthier and how to get started coming up. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. A couple of uh, breaking news moments I just want to share with you. Before Michaela gets the news on the beat, Ukraine has rejected Russians, uh, Russia's ultimatum to surrender uh, one of their major cities Ooh. right now. They're also accusing Russia of taking hostages right now in the war in Ukraine. Uh, President Zelensky said over 400 trapped in a decimated art school also in one of the uh, Ukrainian cities. Uh, it's just so heartbreaking to watch what's going on. And it continues. Vladimir Putin is just so problematic, and I hope they, they can find some sort of a resolution. Uh, on a lighter note, uh, Kentonji Brown-Jackson is in the midst of her uh, Supreme Court hearing right now on Capitol Hill on her way to becoming the first uh, black woman to ever sit on the highest court in the land, so that is a good thing. Um, but I know we have other news going on. Michaela has that for you in News on the Beat. Absolutely, babe. Well, that's very devastating just to touch upon. Um, but how incredible Ukraine is, they're saying. They're We're tough. not afraid. They're We're tough. not. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's... Um, just a really valuable lesson for us in life. Like we can't be, don't be, be bullied into situations. Yeah. Stand up for yourself. Yep. The world is rooting for them. The world is rooting for you. I, I just, it's crazy to think that a whole war is happening right now. Just devastating. So sad. All right. In news, uh, state lawmakers have proposed a record 238 bills that would limit the rights of LGBTQ Americans this year, or more than three per day. With about half of them targeting transgender people specifically. Nearly 670 anti-LGBTQ bills have been filed since 2018 with nearly all of the country's 50 state legislators all having weighed at least one bill. Throughout that time, the annual number of anti-LGBTQ bills filed has skyrocketed from 41 bills in 2018 to 238 bills in less than the three months of 2022. And this year's historic tally quickly follows what some advocates had labeled the worst year in recent history for LGBTQ state legislative attacks when 191 bills were proposed last year. Proponents of these bills say they're about protecting children, parental rights, religious freedom, or a combination of these. Opponents, however, contend they're discriminatory and are more about scoring political points with conservative voters than protecting constituents. All right, another news. A federal judge has ruled that Kim Davis, who was a county clerk in Kentucky, violated the constitutional rights of same-sex couples to whom she repeatedly denied marriage licenses. David, who made headlines and became a hero to many conservatives in 2015, claimed her right to religious beliefs allowed her to deny the licenses, even though the Supreme Court had legalized same-sex marriage nationwide. U.S. District Judge David Bunning in Ashland said in his ruling Friday that Davis cannot use her own constitutional rights as a shield to violate the constitutional rights of others while performing her duties as an elected official. Mm. Which is so hateful. So much. I also just came across this headline. and we, There's so much going on. We come into a Monday over the weekend and there's a lot to catch up on. There's also uh, there's a story out. New York posted a story that a group of Russian elites are allegedly conspiring to overthrow Russian President Vladimir Putin and restore economic ties with the West. They're being strangled literally economically right now uh, by all of the sanctions we put on them. And one of his former uh, closest allies, uh, they had a falling out apparently, and they're looking to possibly input him as the new president of Russia. That is just, these are just rumors coming out right now, but they, the, the Russian people seem to want this thing to end. Yeah. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. And of course, all week long, we have our red, white, and Q segment where we talk to like different political experts and we'll begin their takes on this. Uh, but it's time for Putin to go. 
It's been a million years. Just the loss of life is yeah. just so devastating. Awful. All right, let's get into weather. 75 in Houston, 88 in Palm Springs, 75 in Vegas, 75 in L.A., and 88 in La Quinta. Now give us a vibe of the day, please. Nothing in the universe can stop you from letting go and starting over. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. You can always start over. Isn't it wild how one day you could feel so low and the very next day you're like, "Ah, I feel great and I'm hopeful again. Yeah. Why is that? Mm -hmm. It's it's just mental. It's all mental. And I'm just as guilty of it as anyone else. Uh, But literally, if there's breath in your lungs, there's still time to flip your script. I love that so much. You know, it's really important. Me and AJ went out on Saturday night and we like raged like villains. We did. We were maniacs. We cried. We laughed, which we tend to do anyway. But we had really important conversations. and, And ultimately, the conversation for me that I took from it as well is like, I had one goal and I didn't get there the way I thought I was going to. But I got there. And I think that you can always drop everything if you don't know what to do. Just start over. Yeah. Just start over and stay quiet because wherever you're meant to be, you're going to get. Absolutely. Like, you're going to be there. Mm-hmm. It just may not look how you thought it was going to. Yeah. And your so second real. goal was to get me drunk and try to sleep with me, and that didn't happen either. So it was so you close. You were 0 for 2 that night. Darn. Oh, darn. If I could only get AJ Gibson to sleep you with You look so hot, by the way. I, I told Emil yesterday, I was like, listen, I've never been attracted to a woman in my life. But if you would have seen Michaela's outfit, she was serving all of my favorite things in one look. Yes, honey. Let me just break down the look really quickly for our listeners. Go off. She shows up in like lingerie, like a long dress that is like silky, but then there's like cutouts where you kind of like see-through a little bit and very like 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 lingerie-esque, right? Stevie Nicks. Yes. With a full like thigh-high leather boot with steel-toed like toes. Oh, yeah. And then like full glam hair and makeup with a leather jacket. And I was like... You are so many equal parts of everything that I would be attracted to if I were attracted to women. So, truth's out, he's in love with me. The Morning Beat with A.J. Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. In springtime, the only pretty ringtime birds sing. Hey, ding, a ding, a ding, sweet lovers love the spring. That's right. We love the spring. It's officially spring. Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, one of my favorite yes. films of all time. Uh, I knew we were talking to our nurse practitioner, Dr. James Simmons, about the healthy impacts that spring cleaning can have on your life. So I thought we'd pull a little fun audio for you. I need to go watch that movie. It's kind of wild, actually. Yeah. You watch it as an adult. It's pretty trippy. I haven't seen it in years. It's it's out there. And I don't uh, want to watch the new one. <laughs> Dr. James, how you doing? Uh, I am well. You guys threw me for a loop a little bit with that. I was like, oh, wait. Am I on the wrong radio station? Should I be <laughs> oh. this movie? Expect the unexpected, honey. Amen. That's our, that's our, that's our <laughs> new tagline. Nothing but the unexpected here at Channel Q. That's right. Well, talk to us about this because I know, uh, Michaela, your partner, Lisa, loves some good old spring cleaning. Listen, year round. Lisa all year loves to clean, but this weekend she took every single thing out of the cupboards, relined the paper, put everything back in the cupboards. I was like, bye, baby. Love you. I'm going Keep to Keep in mind they've lived there for two months. Yeah. Oh, Lisa, listen, I'm grateful to have Lisa, my little baby girl, but it made me feel better when I walked in. What is that? Okay. You are right onto something. So there's all these like benefits of, you know, spring cleaning of like cleaning your house. Cause every year we're like, okay, I'm going to spring clean. I'm going to do all of the things. And then if you're like me, you either, you know, come up with 19 excuses and don't do it. Or you get about halfway through it and you stop. But Michaela, you brought up this really great point about how you felt better when you came in the house and 
I think of all of the amazing benefits of spring cleaning, the one that is the best is it's an amazing way to decrease your stress and your anxiety. If Mm. you are in a really messy, cluttered space that for you, that's just not a scenario that works very well, cleaning that space, and I mean cleaning it, like digging through things, throwing stuff out, really cleaning it so that you have a nice, tidy you know, it's not overwhelming, can 100% change your level of anxiety, your level of stress. And particularly because so many of us are working from home so much these days, Mm. we have to really be adamant about keeping that space nice and tidy and importantly clean. I always say this. I say you can tell exactly how I'm feeling inside, like mentally, by looking at my home or my car. Look at those two things. And if they're clean and tidy, I'm okay inside. If it's a disaster, I'm not. And just this weekend, Michaela came over Saturday night, uh, and we had a little kiki at my apartment, and then we went out and raged, right? So before she came over, I cleaned. I like everything to be spotless when my friends come over. Yesterday, as I was hungover and recovering the entire day, I said to my partner, hey, can you maybe before you come to bed clean up the living room and the kitchen to have it how I had it before? Because I like to start off my Mondays with a clean slate. Like I I want our place to look clean. As it turns out, I'm not the only one, and there are other benefits. Apparently, uh, spring cleaning can strengthen your immune system. Yeah, well, it, it, listen, it at least doesn't trigger your immune system to go wild. There so it is. This is the thing that I think a lot of people really understand about spring cleaning. So, you know, I am someone who has uh, asthma, and I had it really, really bad when I was younger. I've been lucky enough it hasn't really impacted me much now. But one of the things we learned in my household sort of growing up was that the amount of dust and allergens and pollens and all these different things in our house could really trigger my asthma. And this is a big thing for a lot of other people who have sort of like respiratory diseases, asthma, allergies, things like that. Because listen, this is, this still grosses me out to this day. Like dust in your house is nothing but like tons of your dead skin and your pet's dead skin and their dander and their hair and Mm. all of these things. And they, when we breathe all of that in, it's really triggering in our respiratory system, even if you don't have asthma and allergies. So in order to get your respiratory system to calm down, not to be inflamed all of the time, one of the things you can do is more than just like vacuum the rug, like you gotta maybe once or twice a year really dig in and get really, really clean. Most importantly, something that I think a lot of people don't think about is that air filter because we're yes. coming in the spring, yep. right? We're, folks are going to kick on that air conditioning maybe later this summer. you got to clean that air filter or when you kick that air conditioning on, all it's going to do is blow all of that dead skin and pet dander and dust and all that stuff right into your lungs while you're sleeping. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Dr. James, we appreciate you joining us. I will be thinking about dead skin for the rest of the day and now I want to curl up <laughs> in a ball and die, but well, thank you're you. welcome. Really quickly also on his point though, Get your dogs bathed or, or, or groomed. Get them taken care of because we've found this out. Our allergies have been so bad and our dog needs to get groomed. And he picks up all of that, that that pollen and stuff from outside and brings it into yeah. your home. So keep your pets clean too. Feels right. Thank you so much, Dr. James, for joining us for What the Health. You got it. Love y'all. I'm grossed out. Tell me something good. I'll tell you something good. Uh, there's a lot of bad news for our community over and over. Every single day of the week, I feel like we're talking about new anti-trans, anti-queer bills. Uh, so let's talk about something positive to counteract the hatred of distress caused by the hundreds of anti-LGBTQ LGBT, bills introduced in 30 states across the nation this year. 
A group has started putting up billboards expressing support for queer people. The group is called Have a Good Day or Have a Gay Day. <laughs> oh, I read that wrong. Um, and they're based in Dayton, Ohio, my home state, about an so hour cute. from where I grew up. They've erected billboards so far in 15 states, including Utah, Oklahoma, Texas, Indiana. A lot of these states where these anti-queer bills are going up. Uh, they're designed by transgender mural painter Ray Sanarigi, uh, and they bear images and messages that say you are loved. Uh, against a rainbow flower background and be careful who you hate it could be someone you love alongside a heart in pink white and blue colors of the transgender flag so thoughtful yes so thoughtful Dayton, ohio way to show up yeah i'd love that mm. uh, okay this is amazing so university is giving unexpected bonuses to all employees to say thank you chancellor of vanderbilt university is recognizing all the school's employees for their diligent work over the past two years um, all the eligible faculty, staff, and postdocs will receive $1,500 bonus in their paychecks at the end of this month. That's around 9,000 workers, including part-time employees, who are getting the generous bonus. Um, somebody speaking on behalf of the university said it's not been easy, especially during the unprecedented challenges of the pandemic. However, your dedication to your vision and goals enables our university to operate its, at its highest level. And we just want to thank you. I think that's amazing. I mean, because I think that schools in particular, school staff, got it so hard having to like very quickly navigate people not being able to come on school properties. Then it was like a Zoom. Then it was like you were responsible to still make it all work while these kids Zoomed. And it was a lot. I mean, mm. we're getting out of it now, but... We cannot say that two years ago it wasn't a disaster, and it was. So I love that. The last two years have been rough. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm happy that they're getting compensated, and uh, I think it's great. Uh, We had a great Monday for you today. We're going to have a great rest of the week. As always, thank you to our guests, including Dr. James Simmons. Happy spring. Now, uh, take a listen to three hours of amazing music for you, and then tune in to Let's Go There with Shira and Ryan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.